Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Hit us up on the text line 704-570-9610. Hit up those social medias. We're always giving you the content at WFNZ Twitter and Instagram. At Walker Mail, at Wes Bryant underscore 72, and at HTB underscore Josh on Twitter and Instagram as well. And it is time to go to the campus. Count All right, SEC Media Days have wrapped up, and the preseason media poll is out. The East, the media chose Georgia, followed by Tennessee and South Carolina at number three, ahead of Kentucky and Florida. And then in the West, Big Bad Bama, as many would expect, at number one, followed by LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, and Arkansas. Those are your top five in both. I like Georgia coming out of the East, man. Something in me, though, I want to pick Tennessee. I just feel like Georgia, with all of the turnover, the quarterback situation, Carson Beck could very well turn out to be a star, but I just feel like Georgia has so much to replace on both sides. I know the recruiting is there, but then I don't know if I buy into the Joe Milton hype either. That's what what I wanted to ask you about because you are interested in Tennessee, but you asked us if we were buying into the Joe Milton hype. Yes. Fitty's all for it. And look, I am a sucker for a big old arm. If you can throw (laughs) 75 yards, I'm going to be intrigued. So He said his greatest throw of all time, he said he wouldn't divulge it. He said, but it starts with a nine. I mean, maybe I believe it. Uh, I'm all in on Joe Milton in Tennessee, especially with Josh Heupel running that offense. They've been nothing but dynamic, if we want to continue with that word, since Heupel came over as the head coach. And I think they can have that transition from Hooker. Remember, Hendon Hooker, good quarterback for sure coming in. But, man, when you talk about Hendon Hooker having the kind of glow up that he did in that offense, maybe Joe Milton is somebody else that uh, can be a star playing for Tennessee. So I'm kind of with it. Look, I'm I'm not going to pick against Georgia. They already gave us the benefit of the doubt as far as the reload value goes, but very interested in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee, number one in the country last year in plays gaining 40-plus yards. They were first in the country with 30 Six of those, and I think the gas got put on him even more, especially when Hendon Hooker went down, goes for 147 yards and a touch against Vandy, but then going up against a pretty good Clemson defense, not as good as they have been, 251 yards, three touchdowns. Some of the big dogs from Clemson, too, were sitting out for NFL draft and things of that nature, so I don't know, man. I, Joe Milton, I just got a little bit dicey off what I saw from him at Michigan. Just the, the, the inaccuracy there, and I know he has Heupel as his coach, but that's kind of what worried me a lot. I, I did start to dismiss him just a little bit of just a guy with a big arm, and that's about it because uh, Tennessee, the first year he got there, he's 51.6 completion percentage, and at uh, Michigan, the one year he had 56.7. 
How surprised are you to see the gap closing in first place votes between Alabama and LSU? Because 165 votes went to Alabama, 117 went to LSU. You surprised at all by well, that? Well, I mean, I've got game? LSU winning the West. So uh, no, I'm going with LSU. I think Brian Kelly, like I said, he just had the hardest time finding those linemen at Notre Dame to be able to compete. With the SEC teams, with the Clemsons of the world, now I think that he's at a place where he can get those guys with no problem. I think that we're going to see Brian Kelly uh, really insert himself into the conversation as one of the nation's best coaches. Carolina and Kansas, they have agreed to a home-and-home. This is going to be pretty cool and historic. It will be Kansas's first time coming to Chapel Hill. So how excited are you two Tar Heels about this matchup happening, this home and home? Yeah, how about this? So North Carolina, Kansas, two of college basketball's legendary programs. They've agreed to play games on each other's campuses 2024-25 and then 25-26. The Tar Heels will travel to Kansas for just the second time ever. That's the crazy thing. Kansas will come to Chapel Hill for the first time, but it's not like UNC ever goes to Kansas all that much. First time since 1960. How about that? 1960. Now, I'm excited for sure. If you, I'm excited too. It's going to be pretty cool. If you love college basketball, to have these historic programs face one another, then it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I am not as excited as Fitty, who was giddy Fitty. As soon as he got the news <laughs> giddy scrolling across his timeline, had to call his boy Flounder, had to get the laptop up and write something for Heel Tough Vlog and say, hey, Flounder, this is a big deal. This might need to be a solo podcast where we only talk about this. It's that big of a storyline. So I haven't seen you this excited about Carolina basketball, well, since they made the Final Four last year and beat Duke. I mean, the thing is, is that like, so like... The first thing, this comes full circle that Roy Williams is retired because he was asked about this whenever he was Carolina's coach, would you ever go play at Kansas? And it was a defiant no. There's too many memories there. He didn't want to play a game there and have to dress in the, in the visitor's locker room. You're talking about two of college basketball's Blue Bloods, the sport that it is built on. The first time Kansas has come into Chapel Hill. They've played in the, in the Tar Heel State two other times. They played in Reynolds Coliseum. And then they played, I think, at the Charlotte Coliseum and Michael Jordan's first ever game as a Tar Heel. Carolina's going back for the first time since 1960. You look at all the NCAA tournament history, the 57 National Championship, Roy beating Dean in 91, Dean beating Roy in 93. They just played in the national title game in 2022. This is a really big deal, and it's a win for college basketball in the non-conference portion of their season. Is he done with the uh, Carolina-Kansas history lesson? Wow. Right there? I felt I like we were in class. interesting, Wes. <laughs> wow. no, I enjoyed Wes it. I just was, wanted to tease him. Wes, Wes was dying over here. He could not hear anything more. <laughs> anymore. If you would have gone anything more, then I think he just would have left You know, studio. I had to go, you know, discredit it just a little bit. No, all of those factors were pretty cool. And a guy that's going to be playing in uh, one of those games, Armando. Oh, Baycott. Oh, wait, he's not going to be playing no, that game, right? No, he's That's done. I said. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. Dude, Hubert Davis said that emphatically in his press conference the other day. Even if he wants to come back, if the NCAA created another loophole, Mondo's time at Carolina, it's coming to an end. Right, but he looks to make this last year his best because he's been training with NBA trainer Chris Brickley. He's one of the more renowned trainers out there. Shooting the three is Armando Baycott. He's looking to get himself NBA ready. Fitty, what do you think about this, especially with him shooting the three? Are you going to be yelling no, no, no every time he hoisted <laughs> up from deep? Most likely because, I mean, his shooting stroke doesn't allow you to believe he's going to be a great three-point shooter. 
This is where people get mad at me when I criticize Sean May as a big man coach because I don't think Armando has improved over his four years. He's just been a steady guy, not a lot of bounce and stuff like that. If he takes his game to another level and R.J. Davis is what he is and the transfers are what they think they are, I think you could see a picture where Carolina is at least a second weekend of the tournament type of team again. So I'm trying to go back to some of the big guys that played for North Carolina that were only post-centric. It was only in the post that they were doing their work and that eventually, maybe even surprisingly so, would extend their game out to the three-point line. Tyler Hansborough comes to mind. Yeah, he'd mm-hmm. step out and hit the occasional three. So, Duke. Yeah, so, I mean, 100%. Hmm. That's the game I immediately think of as well. Point seven attempts per game his senior season. That was up from point two his junior season. I can't think of really anybody else. John Henson was kind of the opposite, where his first season at Carolina played on the perimeter a little more so and then only became the shot blocker, low post defender. Is there anybody else I can't remember, Fitty? You know, I, I always thought because Zeller was such just a great, like, popping, like, you know, a nice pick and roll guy, that if he ever developed a three point shot, it would have been there because he had a very, he could shoot the 16 to 18 footer. Jalen Washington's a guy on the roster that is going to be that. Yeah. And Walker Kessler coming out was supposed to be that type of guy, but they found out, hey, he's he's 7-1 with a 9-foot wingspan. Put his ass inside. Yeah, and, and now he's not even shooting well in the NBA, by the way. The whole three-point shooting conversation surrounding Walker Kessler, it, it hasn't worked out at any stage. Last thing for me, though, the other two guys, maybe Garrison Brooks. He extended yeah. his range what a bad. little bit as his college career went he on. Did. And um, also, I don't think it counts, but Luke May. Luke May is someone yeah. that kind of had it from the get-go, more yeah. so than he extended it, but he just shot on higher volume and had that big old jump and became the ACC's most improved player from sophomore to junior campaign. Biddy, are you going to add in Ask Kentucky when he said that about uh, Luke May being able Ask to shoot? Ask Kentucky. I was trying not to <laughs> troll the whole entire segment or bore you, which I did both. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting Rashid Wallace uh, mentions, by the way, but he came in being able to shoot, or did he extend his range as he was working in Carolina? I feel I don't like know. he kind of extended it as okay. it went. I feel like that. Bryce, see, Bryce Johnson I came up with, but he didn't extend his range. God, no. He was yeah. just an emphatic dunker. Yeah, Isaiah Hicks, no, boy. I mean, oh. he was only dunking. Oh, he no. Was, <laughs> don't shoot it. Love <laughs> Isaiah Hicks. Love Isaiah Hicks. But, no, I did not want him shooting.